little faster. You still got it. <laughs> it's your girl Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And we are Around, Around the Way, Way Curls. Join us as we share our unique life experiences, aka tell all our business, and explore both the profound and the profane. Because duality, duality is, is a thing. thing. Yes, Hey, girl. How you are weren't really. You wait. Doing? What did you do? Because I didn't even hear it. You weren't committed to whatever it was. What'd I you do? Yes, um, <laughs> I wish you could girl, see your face. Girl, how are you doing? <laughs> Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm well. I'm glad to, to be talking to you again. I'm sure that we gave the listeners quite a scare last <laughs> week. <laughs> but here we are, back at it like nothing ever happened. And I'm about to take an edible. Apparently, you took one earlier. Is that true? I took a half of one, yes. Okay. So here we are. I'm going to see what not, happens. Oh, not us. This is how we're closing out the new year, huh? Yeah. We're, yeah. we're getting risky. <laughs> it's getting, getting wild open. and crazy over here. Let's see what happens, Sheila. What's crackalacking? This is my birthday week. And I don't remember what we talked about last week, aside from the yelling and the um, <laughs> bet- betrayal. Oh, God. Felt. But. What I will say, I can't remember if I talked about what I was going to do for my birthday, but I, I think originally I had all these ideas of getting people together, meeting up at a restaurant, giving people times, getting an inviting, like an, an invitation list to somebody. But like a true Sag, I said, nah, we ain't committing to that. And I decided that I'm going to spend majority of my birthday alone and not in a way that's like, woe is me. But more so that I'm going to have like little mini dates. Mm. So I'm plan- I'm kind of mapping out who I would like to see. Letting everybody know that even though I said maybe we're going to meet up at 2 o'clock, I might not meet up with you. I'm prefacing that with everything, with everyone. And I'm going to get an aura picture. Have you ever seen the photos where you get your photos taken and they take a picture of your aura? No. It's like a cute, it's like something they often do at like events or something, you know, similar to like the the cheesy one where you put on the costumes and you take a flick. So it's like a an, an attraction at an event, if you will. And this, this store that I really love is going to have a pop-up and collaborate with the photographers that take the aura pictures. So that's pretty much the only thing that I know, that I have a 2.30. You have something else that you know you're doing. And I'm, I know I'm going to go to friends and family. If you guys are in Philly and you guys want to have a really good time, you should go Shanti, see Matthew Shanti, this is going to come out after the... Is uh, it? Yes. Your birthday is this weekend. This comes out next week. You your ruined birthday. my birthday on that last... Um, <laughs> you are. You actually ruined my birthday. How <laughs> did I ruin it? <laughs> I forgot. We fought on my birthday. We did. Okay. That wasn't your birthday. I bet. Your birthday has not it's happened It was. going to come yet. out on oh my birthday. Oh, my God. Your so birthday has not happened So the listeners know yet. that as my actual birthday... <laughs> you are so irritated. Um, I sang you happy birthday and you attacked me, but we're not going to. I, that wasn't all about me. and You ain't going to convince me that it was. Oh, no. I dropped my hair tie. Go ahead. You, you, anyway, don't get me started. Well, apparently, <laughs> it wasn't about you at all. It wasn't about you at all. My bad, Joe. My bad. But 
I will say that I'm excited for the way that I'm excited for my birthday. I feel good. I feel good about my day. I feel good about um, the possibilities and far less conflicted than I was feeling before. So shout out to all the Sages that are doing what the fuck they want on their birthday. It's your birthday, ho. Go ahead. I love How that. Are you? I can't wait to see you. I'm coming down on Saturday to dance with you and to sweat and to carry on. Possibly cry. We don't know. The world is Who our knows? oyster. Um, in other news, I also have to come down and get my cat because Girl. my mother is fed up. <laughs> Can I read this text that she Go sent ahead. me? I saw it online. I, this, well, I did tell you, Blue, Blue's back. Blue. Don't talk about her in such a way. <laughs> my, first of all, my mom has been never been writing me more. FaceTiming me, all kinds of stuff. And she's just telling me all this stuff about my cat. Most of it is cute and she's like obsessed with her. Unsolicited, at 5.30 p.m., she writes, Blue is not like other cats. She is demanding of your time like a baby. You raised her like that, exclamation point. She starts doing bad things when she feels she hasn't gotten enough attention. She jumped up by the small Christmas tree and knocked something over. It made a loud noise and she shot out of the living room like a bat out of hell. So I read that. I was in the middle of working. I said, I'm sorry. I'm coming to get her. I'll be there Saturday. And then I thought about it and was like, wait. Also, she's a cat. I am not an unfit parent. She is not a human. And you continue to give her tuna. And she she calls me all the Uh-oh, time. Like, I gave her tuna. I gave her chicken. I gave her salmon. I'm like, she doesn't eat that. You're spoiling her. <clears throat> you continue to give her tuna and salmon when she did absolutely nothing to deserve them. If anything, you've undone all of my hard work and training. She follows up with, she's been like this. You gave her the attitude. I was like, drop the mic. And I was like, you know what? I'm done with her. I am so done with this lady. Then I was like, I'll call you later. And she said, she goes, after the news, my phone is charging too. And I was like, you know what? (laughs) She's such a fucking Scorpio. It's not even funny. Uh, Scorpio Sag. You realize that about my mom, right? That like she is a Sag as well. Savage. Anyway. I will be reunited with my baby girl, and it doesn't make any sense that I'm going to come get her. I think I'm actually going to leave her. I'm just going to come and clip her nails, because that's really why she's being bad. Her nails are growing in, and so now she's using she them to stretch. She clipped? I clipped them. Wow. I also used to brush her teeth. Oh. I am a great what hap- cat What parent. happens if she doesn't get her nails clipped? Well, then they grow in, and so she uses them to stretch her body. So that's when okay. she starts scratching things and stuff. If she doesn't, if they're short, then she can't grip up, mm. grip one thing. So she's just like laying there, Word. stiff. Anyway, in other news, I am having fun. Mm. I am saying yes to all the play. I'm telling you, shout out to that listener at the Holiday Bazaar who came Girl, up to me, took my hand, and spoke life into me. I actually went out with Renee afterwards, and Renee spoke life into me. She was like, Girl, you got to live, child. And I said, For real? <laughs> and that is what I've been doing. And I've realized, I've just been like logging off of work. And even if I'm tired, I might take a nap afterwards. I went out last night. It's a school night. I went out. I got a drink with somebody that, and it wasn't like a date, but it was just like 
we had been talking about getting a drink together, hanging, connecting. I know that's right. And girl. we did that. And yes. it was great. It was great conversation. And it and it's like I'm really actively trying to curate my little group and meet, you know, new people and be open to that. I went over someone else's house this weekend and had an amazing conversation with, with a group it. of yes. such dynamic beings. I mean, we played the Esther Perel game. I'm going to get into that a little bit later. And I was, I, I was, it, I felt the way that I felt when I first hung out with you, but just not as like I wasn't going to stalk them as hard. But when I just thought to myself, I want this person in my life. I want to know more about this person, and I'm going to actively pursue them. And so I reached out to my friend whose house I was over and I was like, hey, can you put me in contact with this young lady? Like I drove her home. We were like crying in the car and hugging each other. It was wonderful. And I'm also getting a little bit overwhelmed, if I'm being honest, with the attention that I'm getting from men. Mm. And I'm real. I, I hit me today. And there are men that are that have been in my life that are all of the sudden like, hey, What's up with you? Or hey, what you are you gonna be in town? Or I'm gonna can we go out? And I'm just like, wait, 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 wait. What y'all talking about? Girl, good problems to have. It is because it's getting cold. And it hit me and I was like, oh, it's cold. Cuffing and you like, who is gonna keep me warm? Girl, shut who up. I really believe it because it's happening all at once. But I just see that there's a different energy that I'm being met with because I think I'm offering a different energy of like openness and calling it in, if that makes sense. It's just like I'm calling a certain energy in and I'm being met with that energy. It feels good. It feels overwhelming. But I'm I'm here for it. And I'm learning... Not you eating a whole chicken wing. And what was that <laughs> that you just stuffed in your mouth? You can't even say it. What was it? Chicken a nugget? Stick. A fish stick, child. Grow up, Shanti. <laughs> Mouth full of food. Shout out to JoJo for being a good daughter. Anyway, that's what's happening. I'm really excited about it. Everybody is super excited for this. This is a moment we've been praying. It's a big. It's actually because of the collective prayer from all of I think so, everybody. and I would like Not to thank of the weather. I would like to thank the listeners. I would like to thank y'all. Um, for that energy that you're giving me. Um, so shout out to y'all. That's it. The rest I'll save for the next episode. Um, can you two rate, subscribe, and share and all that? If you're new to the Around the Way Curls community, welcome. I hope you know that not only do we have our audio in which you can hear me eating fried fish sticks, but we also have a visual component as you can watch my makeup melt away within the two hours that we talk. (laughs) We're on Patreon. All you have to go to is, what's the Patreon link, Antoinette? com backslash around the way curls. If you're already a patron... And you listen to us weekly, but you have not yet rated or subscribed or left a comment. Now is the time. It's the close of the year. It's very important that we collect all of this data so that we can make decisions and offer it to our stakeholders. So please do that as well. It's very important to our longevity and the continuation of this podcast. You can do that on Apple. And if you're savvy enough, 
Spotify. We have yet to figure out how to do that. But <laughs> if you know how, let us know. But Apple is the others. most important one, in all honesty. That's what people are going by. Oh, shit. And shout out to all the people that have done it. There are so many new reviews, and I hope that you look at them on your phone. Do you know how to do it? Mm-hmm. Okay. You should read them. They're really sweet, and you have a lot of love in there. In other news, hot shit. Girl, I watched that movie that Fran recommended that we talked about last week, Nine Days, and wept. I think I called you crying, right? You did. Called me crying. Like, you have to just... You you, you <laughs> thought about it and cried. I was like, wow. Did you watch it? I have not had the opportunity. It's, it's like not the right perfect film, but again... For those of you that know that I have a background in theater and in the arts and in music, when you get to that end scene, if you don't Do feel something, no, no. I'm about to say, I will. <laughs> I know. I would never recommend that to you because I know you hate it. But if you, when you get to that end part and you don't feel called to live urgently and be alive, then I'm concerned about you. Please watch that movie. Apparently, I bought it on Amazon, but apparently it's streaming on Stars. Again, the movie is called Nine Days. And the description that I gave was awful last week. I found another one that was much better. So I would like to read that because what in the hell was I talking about? Hold on. Let me find it. I was like, uh, I don't know, but it was whack. It was really whack and it did not do it justice. I do remember not feeling intrigued at all by whatever you described. (laughs) And now I can't find it. Where is it? Oh my God. It was Zazie Beats, my boo, and uh, what's his name? Winston Duke. What's his name from? Oh, you don't watch, you haven't still watched the Black Panther child. The Black Panther. Oh my God, I can't M'Baku. find He's M'Baku in the Black Panther. M'Baku. Mm. Mm. Never mind. Mm. Mm. Right? Mm. Mm. And he, I think uh, everyone... Anyway, it, basically, Winston Duke in it is charged with having to determine what unborn souls get to be born. And then he's charged with watching the souls... Like they're not on earth and they're like these like half form kind of souls. And he interviews them for nine days to determine who who is prepared and fit for life, for life. And if he doesn't pick them, then they just disappear into the oblivion. That is absolutely. I don't know that you watched it last week because that is an absolutely different synopsis than what you <laughs> I actually don't well, think I, we watched it last week, no, and it shows because no, those were two I did, different. I didn't stories. watch it. I said I hadn't watched it yet, but oh. I literally, I literally read what um, Wikipedia oh, said, I and whoever wrote on Wikipedia was an Terrible. idiot. Terrible. I was, they made I, that up. That is not what I, happened. And I think I poorly read it as well. Yeah. Okay. Ready. Ready. <clears throat> Anyway, I don't need to read it again. You fucking heard what I said. Just watch it. It's really great. It's really great. I was about to read it. but It's like two paragraphs. It's too much. Just watch it and trust me. God damn it. All right? Thank you. That is all. Do I have an... Oh, my girl, Esther Perel. So as I said, I went to um, a dinner party. You know, when you grown, people have dinner parties now. I said, oh. Um, and the food was good. Mm. Uh, Your friend cooked it or not? Nah, he 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 ordered it. A whole bunch mm-hmm. of um, 
He, I think he thought it was Dominican, but it was Colombian food, a Colombian restaurant. It was delicious, though. I was. T- I still have the sauce. I took the green sauce home. My breath was humming. It was really garlicky, a little <laughs> bit of spicy green sauce, and I was at everybody's face like, "Hi," <gasps> but <laughs> I don't care. It was so good. But anyway, we there was a young woman. There was a woman there named uh, I don't need to say her name, but she was super dope. As soon as she came in, she just had this energy about her, and she was like, "I like you. I'm gonna sit next to you." I was like, "Okay," and she was just Shanti. The type of woman, I want you to meet her where I said to her, you you look like the type of woman that you, when you speak, you tend to get your way. And she said, yes, I do. And I was like, ask such and such if if we can play that game. Because I knew, I thought that he would like dismiss me. And so she asks him and we play it. And it's the Where Should We Begin? A Game of Stories. Shanti and I have played this on the podcast but I highly encourage everyone to go buy this game. It It's limited. Um, she does not sell a lot of copies of this for whatever reason. You can't just actively get it. But she did um, create some, some more for your purchase for the holiday season. So if you go to estherperel.com, you can purchase this game. And every time I've played it, it has been really insightful. I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned how to better listen and hold space for other people. It's just a game on how to connect. And I I enjoyed it thoroughly. I learned so much. Holidays. That that's around the holidays, a great time to yeah. appropriate that. Yeah, I know that she's not a black woman, but I, it would be a great thing to have in say She's a real saying. nigga, though. That part. Esther Perel. <laughs> um, ah, I'm still talking. You didn't have any <clears throat> hot shit this week? Girl, No. So for All right, my we'll write down the time, child. I will also like to see so me turn on the, the speaker mm-hmm. now. There is a Cuffit mashup, and they're calling it Cuffit Wetter, and everybody's taking it and putting their own thing on it. But I would like to shout out who I believe is the originator of this mix. And when I heard it, I said to myself, Beyonce, Beyonce need to put this in something now. Because I love it. And so the creator is eccentric because I was on my SoundCloud. What? SoundCloud. (laughs) SoundCloud. (laughs) I was on my SoundCloud shit. And I love mixes. I love mashups. I especially love Sade mixes. But I discovered this just randomly scrolling on Instagram. And was in when I tell you I was in the house dancing in the mirror Taking my clothes off, feeling myself, trip, Ooh, girl, stripping, tri- stripping, and out. so I even, I have even started to look up like erotic classes, not pole dancing, but just erotic dance classes for me to get back into like yes, just m- dance and movement, yes. sensuality, yes. But I'm gonna play it, and I want to shout out this person. He's like some Asian bull, and I reposted it, and he hit me up on Instagram. I was like, "Thanks for the share," because I don't think that he's getting the credit for his Girl, original mix. I apologize. You right? I feel like falling in love. I'm in the mood to fuck something up. I need some drink in my cup. Hey, I'm in the mood to fuck something up. 
to fuck something up. I wanna go missing. I need a prescription. I wanna go higher. Can I sit on top of you? That's very nice. Love and Monty, me butter. you can, um, yeah, you can uh, <laughs> fade that out real quick so it's not jarring for the people. But I just loved it. And I was like, shout out to the bull because all of these other mixes on um, SoundCloud are getting like hundreds of thousands of listens. And he only has like 15K. And he, it's his shit. And they're taking his mix and adding like... SZA and Summer Walker and Chris oh, Brown and Rihanna on it. And I also have that version, which is fire, because somebody mixed it with um, Kiss It, Kiss It Better, Baby. And it was fire, too. But I just want to shout him out. Do you hear this lady stomping around in my house? When y'all going to meet and like, duke it out? Like when just I got to make her, her know, some cookies or something and be like, PM. what's up? Like, why she's like 80-something years old? And I'm going to be like, I'm so sorry. Why she like a young 26-year-old? And then I got to fight her. And then you got to fucking fight It's <laughs> annoying. No, you don't. I just straighten my hair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time for this. Got shit to do. Um, should I play this other one? I feel like I've been talking a long time. This is a, this is a um, you know, we got to dismantle the patriarchy video. Are we in the mood for that right now? Has the head- edible hit in a it way where we're like, me, boo. Girl. It hit it you? It hit me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. My, this eye is sensitive. It's getting low. <laughs> <laughs> it's sensitive. Sensitive. It feels like it's itching. So what do you feel I should do in this moment? Um, maybe we should keep it moving. We should. Damn. All right. We well, we'll moving. go back to that. I know, we'll, we hope- we'll cut into um, politics and I'll... I'll start with the politics if Bam. you need to, you know, take a break. Not hear all the tings, them. Apple's ethical practices <laughs> are in a hot seat in this moment. Not to be confused with apples. <laughs> <laughs> what in the hell was I thinking? I don't even know that. Is it a song? I you don't say know. banana. No. Apples isn't a part of it, is no. it? You say apple, no. I say apple, <laughs> apple, banana, apple, banana, apple, apple, tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand you, yo. Oh Why my do god! I say that? I, I don't try know. to get away with it. You I did. That is you tried to say it real fast, and my ass apple, was like, "Hold oh, up, wait." Apple. apple. <laughs> Let's call the old thing off. Anyway, seriously. <laughs> Sorry. All right, go, go, go. <clears throat> Apple's in the hot seat mm. due to their deeply entrenched business relationship with China. Mm. As you know, China be making all the tings them, including all of Apple's everything. fucking everything. Um Due to the protests in China around their very strict COVID COVID policies, 
the affiliation uh, with China is putting Apple under fire. There was a 25-year-old Juan Han who stood outside of the um, Apple, I don't know, headquarters. Mm -hmm. And he went on a seven-day strike to bring awareness to the struggle in China right now because Uh, it's not just like, hey... He was just striking from working at Apple? What kind of strike? No, a seven-day hunger strike. Did oh. I say hunger strike? He's just been not eating to bring awareness to it. And NPR went to interview him. He just out there, child, by oh, himself in a tent, just on his fucking Apple phone, probably <laughs> scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> or this nigga got a flip phone or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I'm sorry, Wanhan, because this is serious. No, this is really, really serious. I apologize. But he has four um, four asks or demands of Apple. The first being to stop all exploitation of the workers in Apple's factories. Two, this is very important, and fuck Apple for doing this, to fully restore the airdrop functions in China because that's how the protesters were sharing information with each other but oh. that couldn't be censored. And... China and Apple are in cahoots. So China was like, yo, cut that shit off. Flip that switch. Apple was like, say less, fam. We need another order. It's the holidays. Let's go. Do whatever you say. Capitalism strikes again. And they have, you know, undercut the protesters that are like, bro, we're getting locked into our homes with, they just wake up. Oh, they're being barred. Like, yeah, they're waking no, and they're no. being dragged out of their homes and put in the COVID facilities. And, and concentration camps. Yes. Uh, forgive me. Let me fit, fit, continue Sorry. with the demands by the young god Juan Han. He is asking to stop all censorship and colluding with China from Apple and for Apple to publicly condemn the concentration camps. Nigga got mm. bars. Because if... And, and he's how 25, wow. He's 25 years old. And um, it is unfortunate that he's by himself in this. It's really dope that NPR featured him so that he has full reach. But these are legit, reasonable demands that all of us as Apple workers, I mean, Apple users should, and workers, for fo- those that are in the U.S., should, like, hold the company up to Um I just saw that on a recent podcast, I think it, I don't know exactly which one it was, The Daily or um, some other drone that I listen to all the time. I think it's The Daily. Um, The question is around, is Apple, excuse me, it's the journal, are Apple and China breaking up after more than 20 years as business partners and the main producer for Apple? The answer is no. I'll already answer that because... You're going to get rid of your main supplier? Like, Apple would be literally fucked as a business. Because who's going to... Co- who the fuck is going to compete with China in terms of producing products for cheap? Not America. It, it also shows how much they're marking up the value of these fucking devices. Because you know that the labor is on the low, low. Oh, it's awful. It's And it's then awful. they're charging... like. I I believe truly that if you were to pay someone a real wage... In another country or at Apple, excuse me, or in China, you could pay Chinese workers a reasonable wage, actually, then they could still... And still make an incredible profit. They still have a profit margin. Like, grow up, you hungry bastards. But apparently... Folks are responding, whether in China or the East. I don't know. I don't don't know if the West is like 
backing this and using some of their buying power. But as the result of the protest, Apple suffered a loss of nearly $1 billion per week in iPhone sales. So I I don't know where that's coming from. But they're like, all right, all right, we're going to chill. We're going to figure this out. We're going to figure this out, y'all. I love it, but also are we going to give up our iPhones? Say that again? I said I love it, but also are we going to give up our iPhones? How do we contribute to it? I'm asking. I feel like a hypocrite now. I'm on my Mac computer. I was using Android for a long time. I ain't got no problem with uh, flipping the switch. I just don't want to buy a new Is Android any more ethical, though? Who knows? I don't know. Who's Android? Is Android like Apple? Is it Android a brand? I don't think so. Samsung. Samsung Samsung would be like the... the, Nothing's ethical. I don't know. Samsung's Samsung's Japanese, probably, and was like... I don't got those same. They bugging me in in Japan. The consumers are, are cool with over here. Mm. We should. I'm deep very dive cold. Into that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> are you, is that what it's, happens? I need you're... to put this sweater on. Yeah. Okay. I feel very put the sweater on. Go ahead. Yeah. We can Go wait. ahead, Queen. Amanti, I apologize. And no, um, Shanti. All you have to do is like mute your mic. Press the little oh, button on your mic, me and everyone. then it. Should we put this on the timestamp? No, it's fine. I don't care. Just oh, okay. don't mute your mic on the video. I mute don't know your mic. How to mute this my mic. mic, the switch, <laughs> on off. You got to on off. I'll switch be right back. And queen. put your thing on. All right. In other news, Twitter, she took her headphones off, so she can't even hear me. So I don't know what she was thinking when she did that, guys. Like, what's wrong with her? Hurry up. You can't hear me. And I'm talking. Put your headphones back on. I thought you were going to keep your headphones on so you could hear me. In other news, Twitter suspends uh, an account that tracked Elon Musk's private jet. (laughs) Despite Elon's free speech pledge. I thought this was so funny and awful. So Twitter has suspended the account that tracked the location of Elon Musk's private jet. The suspension comes despite Musk last month tweeting... My commitment to free speech extends even to not banning the account following my plane, even though that is a direct personal safety risk. So the at Elon Jet account was run by Jack Sweeney, who is 20 years old in Florida. (laughs) He's a Florida college student who used publicly available flight tracking information to build a Twitter bot that tweeted every time Musk's like Gulfstream, that's his jet, took off and landed at an airport. So he would be live tweeting this information, but also exposing how Elon Musk is one of the world's biggest contributors Mm -hmm. and like offenders to climate change. And like, you know, carbon emissions and all that shit. One, I think on one day he was using his jet to go from state to state the way we would use the subway. He was like started in Miami, then he ends it, he landed in like Texas, then he had to shoot up to LA, then he came to New York. It was just like wow. he was just getting on in the car. Um and so it's unclear what specifically led to the account suspension. But Sweeney confirmed to CNN on Wednesday morning that the account had been banned. And he shared a screenshot of a message he received from Twitter. That read, after careful review, we have determined your account broke Twitter rules. Your account is permanently suspended. Mm. Then his personal account was later suspended. Mm. So before Elon even acquired Twitter, 
he offered this kid $5,000 to help prevent, quote unquote, crazy people from tracking his flights, which that's fair. I wouldn't want people to know exactly where I am all the time either. But he also, but then the kid counters for 50K and he was like, um, I could use the money for college and maybe a Tesla Model 3, which wow. I live. I love that for him. <laughs> and so that. this exchange apparently happened in January and then Musk never went through saying that he didn't feel fri- feel right to pay to shut this down. So he acquires Twitter. He reinstates so many accounts that the collective um, majority feel are harmful. Twitter is just pure fucking chaos for the last. It's been that way since he acquired it, but this account he bans, and this is what people are talking about. And I don't, I don't disagree with him that this account was dangerous. In term for him for his safety, but this is the trick. This is why this conversation is nuanced, and there's a nuance that Elon is missing from it. Mm -hmm. He's just like free speech, free this, free that, until Um, he is personally affected by it. Then mm -hmm. he understands the nuance. Then he understands why people, and and, and that's always been. Sorry, I'm hitting the mic. That's always been my biggest hang up around free speech is like who determines where the line is mm-hmm. is there a line cuz mm-hmm. i believe that there is a line that is necessary but i get anxious around who's determining the like or the, the concept maybe it's more about the consequences of what happens no like if you- mine is about who is determining what we can and cannot do because I do believe that there are things that we should not be able to do or say that cause harm to other you people. You will not be able to say. Or do. See, like that, that's, I, if, It's if like it's, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Who gets to say who gets right. to say that? Right. That's my exact point. And it's on public platforms. You know, like that's what I'm talking about. Not you don't get to say it or feel it. Yeah. But if you're on there spewing just hate... You're on there and you are posing as a fake police department account and you're you're just writing fake news and inciting violence. And like, that's where it's, hello, we yeah. got to do something about this. But then who determines what that this is? It's like the Supreme Court um, conversation we were having last week. Tricky. Because no one has the moral high ground. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career? Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu.
edu slash podcast. No. About, well, I guess high? maybe it'd be less who gets to say what, but around what, if something is said, what is said that there's a consequence for, you know, mm. like changing the dynamic a little bit. I thought it was interesting <clears throat> on Instagram when, but even that was tricky during the pandemic where they would be there with that fact check thing mm-hmm. would come up. Mm-hmm. But that even felt like a little bit of censorship. Cause if I remember we had an episode where we just talked about, we were lamenting about COVID, but COVID was in our description and the post was taken down. It was like a, a clip and the post oh, wow. was taken down Child. as a result of that. And I was like, we weren't saying that it was fake, but you just, they had to review it and mm-hmm. check it before it could mm-hmm. ever go back up. And it was like this hassle. It's interesting. Mm. Shout out to the boy Elon though. You know, ah. That that's a tricky man. And other news: Brianna Taylor's boyfriend reached a two million dollar settlement um, with the police department. I don't have much to elaborate on that, but I think it's it's worthwhile to just mention and to recognize the fact that it's been years since she was brutally killed, but that her family and her loved ones are still very much dealing, you know, with the the pain and the repercussions and the fa- you know the fallout of that so i don't know how often we think Two about million. those things i don't know that's not a i, that I don't think feel that's like enough. enough at all it no. feels like cuz he his life was at risk too so interesting <clears throat> uh oh here we go take us in girl your favorite couple come on <laughs> You're the one that put this down there. And you, you elaborate. It seems I, like you had, you seem like you had something well, to I say. Well, I thought about you. I said, all right, well, I. I Diddy mm-hmm. has welcomed his seventh child by his newest baby mother, Dana Tran. Congratulations. In this announcement and the revealing of her identity, the interwebs went ablaze. <laughs> Carisha. I don't really know what Carisha was saying um, initially when the news first came she, out, but I think she was like defending herself because people were coming. She I know wasn't. DJ she was, active. She was somebody was. She, well, somebody was coming at her. One of DJ somebody was coming at her. A, a man was coming at her, oh. and you know she surprise, was like, "I'm surprise. good. I'm not hurt by this. My I haven't. I'm not rocked by this, or my position hasn't been rocked by this." But then another character comes into the play, and I just put these uh, connections together. I haven't been following it deeply. But in the past, this woman, Gina Hyun, mm-hmm. has resurfaced, who ha- apparently has always been in the picture for a very long time, even when the old girl, uh, what's her name? Cass- Casey? Carrie? Oh my God, Cassidy. <laughs> What's that girl name? What? K- Cassie? Cassie. Cassie. When Cassie was Cassidy. in the Cassidy. When Cassie <laughs> Cassie was in the situation, this girl Gina has been around for a minute, mm-hmm. and Gina and Carisha have beef. So Gina was again taunting Carisha, and mm-hmm. everybody. It seems like everybody's pointing their fingers at Carisha, like, "Oh, you got played. You're supposed to be in this free loving thing. So free, you." got cheated on or you got that, played you had a baby you you ha- you were being played you love him thing. so much but he's having a baby and congratulating another woman about the arrival of his legacy in a way i i don't, I don't care about much about this I, honestly I, 
I put this on here to talk about polyamory and let this bring be a springboard. A lot of people are citing this as as a basically fuck I'm I'm starting to get a little out there. People are citing this as a, a, a what is the word? <laughs> example? Yes, thank you. Nigga. As an example <laughs> as to why polyamory doesn't work. And I'm like, oh, this is not what polyamory so is. Like that's why when you were when we were talking about it initially Why isn't it this polyamory? Well, I don't think that this is healthy polyamory. I'll say why? that. Why? Because because Shanti, she's on. I'm reading her tweet. There's there's not a whole lot of understanding between everyone. It's it's a lot of like she doesn't care. Carisha is saying she doesn't care, but she's going buck wild on on Twitter with this woman. They have this beef. Diddy came out and was like, Carisha would never be a side chick. She means so much more to me than that. Yada yada yada. It's messy and it's like super public and it's just like wait wait wait. But this, the same dynamics happen in in monogamous relationships. Yes. Why polyamory? Saying, why are you putting polyamory? Because as the I feel like there's the a there's a an honesty and a maturity and a, a lot of communication that's required in healthy polyamory. Like a lot of people are in monogamous relationships, and I feel like you can get around certain conversations that still kind of function. It's not the best approach, but I see that. I feel like in polyamory, so much is required openness. And I just don't feel like there's a lot of clarity with these ladies on Diddy's end. I don't, I, he doesn't feel like someone who strikes me as super honest or mature about how he is handling these women. It's very possible that he loves all of them. I doubt it. Highly, but it's very possible. And if that was the case, and then I would hope that they would form some sort of community, actually, and and be in conversation, or just be okay with the setup, like really okay. I I, I think it's a perfect example of what happens uh. in polyamory. I think that you're. Rom- you're romanticizing what polyamory is when it just becomes a constant management of really human feelings in a way that's that is honest and that is out in the open but i've heard people that are in polyamorous relationships people jealousy is a constant thing that's being managed of course um, but it's being managed but how do we but it doesn't happen in a we just seeing a public very public people that have access to social media shit. and like everybody has access to the situation that Karisha's in so it's it's really big but they be polyamorous relationships be messy as hell too in a way that doesn't necessarily cuz you're dealing with humans you're dealing with people saying things like but I'm talking I don't about know, healthy. but people but that's the people, key word. If it was healthy, <clears throat> if it was working the way it was intended to work. Like but I'm I saying when this for it to goal. work the way that it's intended to work, oftentimes conflict and these type of things are what eru- erupts. And then they have to like mend it and work it out or figure out another dynamic or create new boundaries around if you're gonna be in a relationship with me, you can't have kids with other people. Like it's, it's not, it's not a, um, a, 
a, a playbook that people step into, like, I'm not supposed to do this. Everybody's just constantly making agreements and messy and shit happens. Evolving. You're sharing. I, I and it's, it's really I'm assuming that the messiness of this and how immature it looks like it's being handled, that there is no space for like, oh, I'm, I'm feeling jealous in this moment. We need to talk about it. Or I lashed out in this moment. It's rooted in this place. So let's talk. We don't, let's figure I, out I, boundaries. I don't know that we know that. I, we have no idea what's going no on. No way. The, the faith it's the that issue you have is between Carisha. I love it. It's <laughs> no, it's not Carisha. It's the dynamic of that polyamory doesn't, doesn't guarantee healthy conflict resolution no, doesn't guarantee that. jealousy I'm doesn't guarantee talking about healthy healthy but i'm I, what i'm saying is that there's no guarantee that you're to say that they are unhealthy doesn't feel we don't know what's going on with them and carisha has beef with gina it. not diddy Carisha hasn't said anything to Diddy who she is in a polyamorous relationship with. She's talking so to this other you, girl so you don't that has nothing that the, to do with it. Let me ask you a question. So you don't feel that the women should at least get... Gina's get a, not in the relationship. She's just commenting on Carisha. Gina is in a relationship with him. Well... Apparently, are they in relationship or they've had a past it's, relationship? Yes, they're in relationship. Oh, I didn't know they she were still never went seeing away. each other. <laughs> Yeah. I, I didn't know they were still seeing each other. Oh, I so thought that's she what was... I'm talking. So this whole thing was for Null and Void. That's why I'm like, what do you mean this is I healthy? didn't know she was still in relationship. But st even then, maybe they'll work it out. Maybe it's still the women are going to get what they need, right? But it's like, don't bring Gina around me. I never want to be in community with her. I never want to hear her name. And then he's like, boom. All right, Karisha, I want to... Gina. I don't... And again, so that it's I'm, being managed. I'm not trying I, to I'm really just saying, talk about I don't think Diddy. we automatically think it's unhealthy just because it's messy. Because messy... Everything is messy. I don't True. know anybody's relationship where shit doesn't be like, what the fuck is going on over here? They're just very public and... With their mess. With their mess. Shout out to Diddy's new baby, Love. I, lo I love. Shout out to Dana Tran. And I wish I Gina you. and Carisha and Diddy work through this. Pave the and way. Keep getting weird, y'all. Diddy was just out with. I just don't. I don't have that kind of faith in Diddy to be handling these women with real care and consideration. Sorry. I'm I, like, bro. I don't have any doubt that Diddy can give what these women are asking for and if their capacity I, I, for what they want to receive is just what i just said <laughs> i think he can do it. i don't know if he's going to be doing it healthy again what's healthy That's if, what if care and consideration why are but you if carisha is okay with how it's going and her care and consideration is found in him being like cool this will never happen with gina then that's her definition of care and consideration maybe it's different from what we are like what we consider, but for her and Diddy, that works. And that's what people are doing everywhere. There's what, not a broad stroke of what care and what consideration is for is everybody. When Shanti believes in somebody and says she's going to cape for them. I'm not, I'm, I am defending the theory of what a healthy polyamorous or a healthy monogamous relationship is. That's what I'm, I'm using them as examples. That's what I'm capable for. I don't I don't want to look at their situation and be like, that's a messy fucked up polyam. We don't know. They Shanti, might they work in their if shit I was out. On, if I was on Twitter 
cussing somebody out that I was like, you you would you would be like the handling of this is beyond immature. What are you doing? Stop. Come on. Come I, on. I agree. She went on and on all night. She told that girl, yeah, he might be having a baby with somebody else, but how many times did he tell you to abort it? That is wild. <gasps> you're showing that you're not on Twitter. Like this Carisha, is not okay. I hope y'all work that out at the level in which you guys are working. <laughs> if this is how they're working, then this is how they go and work it out. And I wish them the ability to do that without my idea of what's healthy or not. Joe, how are we All going right. to tell people what to <laughs> say in terms of free speech? We you can't right. figure shit out. I, I said, know. who makes it? Who makes, <laughs> who the, makes the fucking rules? I don't know. I I, all I know is if I were to ever be in a polyamorous relationship, this could not be happening. And this and you would wild. make sure that and and you and you wouldn't experience that in your polyamorous relationship. You damn skippy. She called. Nor her would a I. Bitch. Yo, she's crazy. At the end of this episode, because I don't want to bring this kind of toxicity on here, because we are supposed to be elevated. But I'm, duality is a thing. I'm cracking the fuck up. I gotta read you some of these. Carisha Wallen. She Gina ate her is up. too. Huh. Diddy tripping, huh? Who is too? I'm I'm sorry, Gina. Poor Dana. Oh, Gina Dana just did. She said all I did was just give birth to my right. bundle of joy, I, and she, good for her. And I'm seventh for child. Her. Ooh, and named it Love Sean Jones like a damn cult leader. Like a damn love love letter. He's a like, cult leader. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He is. I'm, but I thought they was gonna work it out. It, they could be okay. Now you want to be a cult leader. He is a cult leader. I actually think probably the the one person who may be good in this is Carisha. Because she really was tweeting like she, people were coming for her and she's tweeting a picture of her holding up a bunch of money. I don't know that she's looking for anything more from him exactly. than what she's getting. Exactly. But to me, it's just like, all right. It just doesn't, it just doesn't feel Feels like the version you. of poly, polyamory I would want to be in. Right. That's all. Moving right along. I have a clip. I'm, I would like to play it. May you please mark it down. I am so cold. Oh, um, my God. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's Netflix documentary did indeed air. I have not finished it. I did turn it on begrudgingly, mostly because I saw a clip. And this here is the clip of Meghan that I saw. The last concert I went to there, I went to with my mom. And we were in the parking lot leaving and my mom like honked her horn because this woman was taking a long time to like figure out how to get out. And the woman turned around and screamed the N-word at my mom. And she was just silent the rest of the drive home. We'd never talked about it. I've never in my life heard someone say the N-word. Very different to be a minority but not be treated as a minority right off the bat. But obviously now people are very aware of my race because they made it such an issue when I went to the UK. But before that... Most people didn't treat me like a black woman. So that talk didn't have to happen for me. So I saw that. And I have to be honest, my initial reaction was frustration. And like, girl, shut up. You always got to make us look bad. That was like my <laughs> initial reaction. Like, shut the fuck up. Um, and then I took a step back today and I watched more of it. Or had it on the background. And 
I recognized a couple things that that Meghan Markle did not have one black friend in that documentary. She had a lot of black white folks friends talking on her behalf. It's mostly about how she met Harry so far, and you know their decision to leave. Yada yada yada. And I noticed that off the bat, and then I noticed that story about and I and the thing that struck me was she said, and we never talked about it. And so I I had more empathy and compassion for her, even though I'm frustrated by her experience. I recognize it as valid. Um, but I I have these things in me that are probably unfair. But my I, I've questioned that. I question like, what do you mean you weren't treated like a black woman? Like you looked like a black woman growing up, like. What what does that even mean? And then you really seem to lean in to your proximity to whiteness and privilege. And then when you got over in London, it felt like, and, and again, the tabloids were ripping her to shreds. But then all of a sudden you felt, it felt like she leaned into the other thing, which maybe felt was more of a discovery for her, mm-hmm, honestly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and instead mm-hmm. I, I'm judging it <clears throat> based off mm-hmm. of how it looks mm-hmm. as a interracial, mm-hmm. biracial, black and white woman who had a very different experience. And maybe mm-hmm. that's what's coming up for me. Mm-hmm. And so then I took it a step further and was like, oh, what could possibly come up for the black women in my life who might push back on like, but you're not really black. Because they might be frustrated by my experience. Mm-hmm. And so for the, mm-hmm. kind of like for the first time, I... I don't think it was the first time I felt it, but the first time I recognized it as, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm invalidating her because Mm. I am frustrated by her experience. And it's it's triggering something in me. But child, girl, shut up. It was deep. That was Where good. About, are we just high? <laughs> no, you fucking my head up, son. <laughs> no, I can't tell because you was you, you weren't saying anything, and you was just looking at me like <laughs> you were doing. You the know thing what? I was really reflecting. I was really reflecting on Jolie's experience uh, in the school right now. Right, okay. majority of Jolie's um, early childhood experiences she was at a a fairly diverse school like poorly the ratio was definitely poor but like her best friend for example was a young black girl that was her best friend and that who remains her best friend so that was like her best person was her proximity to blackness and culture and like sharing that together. Got it. And then she homeschooled for two years. And now like this is the first time seeing my baby in school as like not a little girl, but like coming into adolescence. And I'm it's there she has no black girlfriends that are in her grade. Oh. She has a boy that's in her grade that's black and then she has another girl that's in a younger grade and they kick it on the bus and that's who she has the most shared experience with or like who she talks about who she's excited about but I'm also thinking about her experience in the classroom with no other brown close girlfriends and 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 the effects that might have 
And the obliviousness, how mm-hmm. oblivious she is to that phenomenon. Oh, is she? She doesn't know. It's not that shocking to her in a way. You know, she, kids are adaptable and they're like, she doesn't have a very long point of reference where she wasn't one of the few brown kids in the class anyway. So it's not like this stark um, difference. She also has a white grandmother and like a proximity uh-huh. to whiteness in her life in general that whiteness the the school that she's learning and the culture of that school that she's learning is normal to her and she's just adapting to it because she doesn't have the reference that like when I was a young girl yeah I had a black a white mom but when I went into school all my homies were black so my experience of hearing about how they perceived whiteness I I had access to and I could like reference and I could like learn how to shape shift and form my own opinion about it or learn like yo I never go say that to them because they have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about <laughs> or like this is where I should feel shame around like my my identity as a black person was forming then as a black person because that was the culture that I was in and and like but mm. Jojo doesn't have that. And Megan probably not. Her black mom didn't even expose her to that fucking culture in a way. Right. So for us to be mad at her is also, how can you tell people what they can and can't say? I like free speech. Like, how can we make these, how do we make these judgments about shit that are so nuanced? Wow, you help you open that up about Meghan Markle because I dismissed the fuck out of that girl. <laughs> I did. You really opened that up for me, Antoinette. I apo- oh. I thank you and shout out to this uh, edible that also is making me shout respected. out to Kimbology who's bringing us to. She is. You have deepened this podcast for this <laughs> evening. Because yeah. I don't know if I would have gotten there. I didn't write any of that shit down. I was really just ready to shame her ass again. Girl. And then in talking through it, I swear I started to realize, oh, what is this that you're feeling? This has everything to do with you being frustrated by her experience. And how it and feels how like you, it negates. Yeah. And not only how it negates my experience, but I didn't get to have it. Or like I I like there's there's that association with privilege in her like throughout you gotta watch it. It's like her whole life. And it's like, I don't want it, but also like, why do you get to have that? And why do you get to now have the black community soldier for you? When like, where is the black community in your oh, life? I would I would never want to be in her Yeah, I would never want to so be hard. in her to- toes. Shoes. Could you imagine? No. She literally the, the her mom is the only person, and then that the happens to her put mom. A D on what was fucking going on? What? Her mom didn't even talk to her about that's what blackness. I, that's what I said. I said right there in that moment, that huge thing happens, and she said we did never talked about it. Oh, it's about your culture. It's about culture more so much. It's about culture so much. It was interesting. Wow. But I have, I have. Megan, like, I'm black. Am I a black woman? I, I swear to God, I don't doubt that that happened to her over there. And I don't even know if because I I don't know that she's even able to see it yet or like really, I don't know because then you, she on top of, will. but, and that's, and what a shame you're missing out she on the best will. shit in the world, yo, Megan, 
I think you should watch it. Or I she can't like empathize. More is she not even missing out on the best part of the world, but she doesn't get to stretch herself anymore exactly. either. Like you don't even get the yeah, girl. Megan. Megan gotta mm. get free. You real, she gotta like hook up with who actually what Harry, in the black I male like community we do we want to for I want Megan her to, to stay with Harry. With. She just needs a fucking couple black homegirls. Too late. We ain't nobody gonna trust. Bet you. Wow. Mm. She yeah. She was just robbed of so much. I feel. Or 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 not. She may have had a wonderful experience. Exactly. And there goes she, our bullshit. Yeah, she might have a great experience. Black, <laughs> gross, yuck. Not no, black? stop. <laughs> that's the type what? of black. Never mind. But that's Judging. probably how she had interfaced with it. Like the rest, she probably ate up the rest of societies. If you don't have that reference to be like, yo, this is the dopest, like this is the most amazing experience in the whole entire world. She probably fed up like, what other white people who don't have relationships with black people think? Mm. Dangerous. Well, (sighs) you're up. Speaking Speaking of of dangerous, I'm not, I don't, I don't even want to get into this for real, for real. What time is it, Antoinette? I really didn't want to talk about it either. All I'm going to say is prayers to Megan the Stallion. And this is definitely let's a just theme respect with, women. Our, with the theme of what What's the, the fuck is going on and who are we to hold accountable? We have no moral compass <laughs> or understanding. That's the name of that. We have no moral compass. Who who are who? we to judge or determine anything? We get this is episode two hundred and twenty six, and you know how many times we came on here Talking thinking like we knew. that we knew better than all everybody else. Who are we? Who can say what free speech who, is? Who can say what what healthy is? Young Healthy Miami girl is probably. I forgot about that one that quick. Listen, they might. She over there, happy and healthy. Who can say? I. Well, this Megan the Stallion trial against Tory Lanes is leaving all of us still w- wondering what the fuck is actually happening. Megan, both Megan and her former best friend mm, Kelsey Harris, both took. To the courtroom stand, Megan shared her account of that evening, which involved going over to the Kardashians' pool party, later getting into it in the car with Kelsey and uh, Tori. She proceeded to leave the car to escape or to get away. She just left, exited the car. That's when Tori allegedly shot at her feet, telling her to dance B-I-T-C-H, in which she later lied to cops when they first arrived and say she stepped on glass. She says that she was scared and shock, as well as trying to protect him because, you know, everything was happening so quickly and that often happens to people who are victims and right in the moment. But anyway, Meg, Meg took to the stand yesterday, described the evening, and then went on to talk about how 
she has been affected by this. She said, I can't even be happy. I can't hold conversations with people for a long time. I don't feel like I want to be on this earth. I wish he would have just shot and killed me if I knew I would have to go through this torture. She also said that Tori offered her hush money of $1 million. Her friend Kelsey came to the stand the next day, talked about how she was upset on the way that Meg was defaming her character went on to share some very messy details around Meg and Kelsey, both sharing a lot of partners, betrayal, backstabbing stuff. And then she proceeded to um, invoke her Fifth Amendment, which is the right to silence. When asked who shot her, like the greatest detail of the whole event. The she Fifth just Amendment, was, I believe, is the right to not self-incriminate, right? Or the right to science, which means that she would not self-incriminate. That That's what mm-hmm. they mean. So, but she also said that um, he he did kick her out and did threat. He, she did say, she did say that Tori threatened Meg's life. So she's in, showing that that was possible that he could have, shot, could have shot her, but also she ain't saying. It's a mess. What's the messiest thing is about how they are in great... Like, they're not saying anything about the facts because it's all very blurred, but people are sharing great detail about who she's slept with. Yeah, they act like um, she's on, on the trial. The ins and outs of fucked. Kelsey's relationship. Just subtly shaming her and causing provocation. Ooh. Oh. Wow. <laughs> that was good job. <laughs> Look at how both of us just got shocked. Wow. Oh, I don't know how um I just I just feel that that's corny and I also don't trust anybody involved in this at this point until I I've released my judgment from it and what I think's what because it all sounds like a like a Bad like wild night. Yeah. Um and what Kim Kardashian Kardashians are little devils. They're involved in everything. <laughs> I'm sorry. It like, wasn't Kim. Kim. Why you gotta blame Kim? It was the Kardashians Kylie. are somehow still involved in this. Then they're trying their best not to be. They sure are. They probably the ones giving the money. If so there's the, any hush money. They're funneling it. Good. <laughs> You heard it here first. <laughs> I think that we should stop making things up about people's lives. But blessings to these folks. I don't have anything to add, truly. I just hope that Megan's okay. That that girl has been through a lot. And I don't know who did what or nothing about this, but all I know is for somebody to get up there and say that who, again, I, I don't know if Megan ever really grieved the loss oh, of her gosh. mother. Like I, I just don't know it. And then fame like that. And then that level of fame. Child. And fame like you're up accepting a Grammy with Beyonce fame. Beyonce. And then on top of that, she had the falling out with like the record label and yada, yada, yada. And then her the last project she put out is like about you know, therapy and about, you know, it's okay for you to struggle with mental health and all that. So it's just like, hopefully she's getting help. I, I think 
personally that Tory Lanez is like a sniveling, conniving, disgusting being. Disgusting. And it makes me sad that two women chose to sleep with him. (laughs) Period. She said two women. Yuck. Yuck. Ew. Ew. So anyway, blessings to them. I don't know. In short, I think... But also, like, why can't he live his life free? Who we have Who, no Tory? moral compass. Yeah, like I don't know if he, he can't, should not live. Why we he can't be shooting people? Why can't of, he have sex with but two we, people? Like, who the fuck knows what happened? How do we know? That's my point. We don't know. We coming at it with our own shit and judging it. But also, judgment is necessary in life because then how do you determine what good and bad is, uh-oh, and who determines it? And who determines what's good and bad? That's the name of the podcast. And with that, we are out. But that was bad. Like, you can't be doing it. You can't be shooting people. But who said? Like, who said? (laughs)